the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here it is, Hour 3, Backbone Radio, July 31, 2022. I'm off to talk on the phone lines in a minute. Brian, be right to you, sir. And I thought I would just throw out this. A good litmus test of the commentariat is, you know, if you claim to be a conservative, you do need to demonstrate that you do not care what the New York Times thinks. You do not care what the New York Times says. You do not, to quote Clark Gable, give a damn about what the New York Times thinks or says, and you understand that New York Times is pure state propaganda, far left, far further left than ever before in the New York Times. And I just wanted to let you know, to be safe and assured around here, that um, not only do I not care what the New York Times says or thinks, but I actively despise what the New York Times thinks and says. Just just so you know what kind of place uh, this is around here. That is such a joke of a newspaper. We spent some time on their Ray Epps puff piece a couple of weeks ago, and I think we dissected that quite thoroughly. I wanted to mention one thing. We might get into pharmaceuticals for a second. I'm going to get into the, the latest, yeah, Klaus Schwab, Land Grab, World Economic Forum, and all that stuff. I tend to get to that at some point. But the monkeypox business is um, kind of interesting. The monkeypox outbreak, uh, some people are describing it as a pandemic breaking out. Monkeypox and Tucker Carlson says they're going to be changing the name of monkeypox. That somehow that's somehow not the name that uh, people are feeling comfortable with. That has been the name of it. But uh, it is interesting that um, if you read the New England Journal of Medicine, which is one of the long time Long-time medical journals, been around for a long time, and uh, except for a few politicized interludes, has been relatively respected. And I just point this out. I'm former editorial board member of the Journal of the American Dental Association, so I have some experience working on medical journals, published in several myself personally. But the uh, monkeypox business, and I don't know if I just point this out. You're you're not quite maybe getting this clear in the media, but... um, Monkeypox virus infection in humans across 16 countries, April to June 2022. This is a a publication in the New England Journal of Medicine, July 21st, 2022, so 10 days ago published. And um, their results of their study on monkeypox virus infection in humans is this. We report 528 infections diagnosed between April 27 and June 24, 2022 at 43 sites in 16 countries. And then the second sentence is this. Overall, 98% of the persons with infection were gay or bisexual men. So 98% of the persons with the monkeypox virus infection were gay or bisexual Men. So I just point that out that uh, it's a uh, just so you're clear. I think sometimes it's good to just look at the science and just be clear about uh, you know who is most at risk. 
But I noticed that Ned Ryan, a uh, good America first commentator, was on Fox News and he pointed out uh, that that a uh, good way to avoid getting monkey pox is to not participate. And this is, of course, hyperbolic. He says gay orgies. Don't participate in gay orgies. And, of course, the Fox News host uh, called him a bigot and all of this stuff. But he at least made the, the point that the New England Journal of Medicine is making that is at least something that people should be aware of. And I just don't know if it's clearly coming out. Sometimes the media seems to be uh, – you know, remember they were accusing Ron DeSantis in Florida of the don't say gay bill in Florida. They were saying, oh, Ron DeSantis won't say gay, don't say gay. But listen to this clip. D- d- does does the media have a new policy, don't say gay? This is a disease uh, that the majority of people who have it in this country are, are men who have sex with other men. Mm-hmm. Uh, men who have sex with men. Male-to-male sexual contact. Men who have sex with men. Male-to-male sexual contact. Men, men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with other men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have had sex with men. Men who have sex with men. Men who have sex with men. So, anyway, that's the mainstream media commenting on on monkeypox and uh i don't know just uh, just so you have uh, some clarity on what the new england journal of medicine is saying about uh you know who is most at risk for coming down with the monkeypox virus infection and one quick point here and brian one more uh, tucker carlson was saying that you know the monkeypox name is becoming uh, somehow it's like uh, uncomfortable, unpopular, and so Tucker Carlson um, has a new name that his uh, viewers, listeners, apparently uh, were suggesting for monkeypox. So monkeypox is about the coolest name ever for a disease. Can't come tonight. I got the monkey. But they are changing the name because racism or something. Well, for once, we don't know who they are. We're not going to allow it. We're going to change the name this time. We're going to do it with the public's help because democracy is real. So we had a vote. There was no ballot harvesting. You can trust our counting. And the new name for monkeypox is now officially, and we're declaring it, Schlong COVID. That won our audience election with about 40% of the vote. So let Rochelle Walensky at the CDC know her number is 1-800-232-4636. Wait for the prompt on monkeypox and make your voice heard because it's still a democracy. Now, we've taken shots at Eric Swallow over the years. And, and to be fair, we want him to come on and respond. That's just, uh, just getting some of that information out there. And again... I am in the healthcare professions, and this is a ex- totally unjudgmental, non-judgmental segment here of anyone's choices and lifestyle choices. Those are for themselves to make. But I do think when you have a potential public health problem, you just have to get right to the point and get very clear about uh, about who's most at risk and you know how you can how you can keep yourself safe and so forth. And so. That's just the point of this segment that I've been, you know, been seeing this monkeypox mentioned this, you know, and there's, there's, they even talk about like lockdowns for this kind of thing um, in, you know, prior months. And I, so, well, uh, just a little bit more information out there. And let's say hello to Brian. Brian, thank you for hanging on a little bit, sir. And welcome to the program, Brian. Hey, Matt, I'm giving you show of the year. Well, but anyhow, um, this this whole monkey pox, we know how it spreads. So maybe we need to put a you know a padlock on the bathhouses for a while. Oh, and, Brian, uh, I'll tell you, Brian, that'll be yeah. the cure there. Yeah, I hear you. But ya. Um, 
this Mike Pence guy, you know, I, I think he's probably a nice guy, but when tyranny faced him head on, he blinked, he cowered. So he's a nobody now. He's he's yeah. gone. I say that he, Mike Pence is not away. a nice guy. Mike Pence is a saboteur and an underminer. And look no further than him getting rid of General Flynn in the early days of the Trump administration. He's a phony. And um, well, he's what, not what he seems. There's some gal that was on his team. I know that's been on, like, CSNBC. She was, like, his... Uh, one of his uh, lead people there that he had on his team, and she was a never-Trumper. I can't remember. Totally. He he I, had his office staff with never-Trumpers, and they still are, and they're now fated in the mainstream media. That's Mike Pence, and his, yeah. his legacy is the underminer of the golden era of Donald Trump, and now they're going to put him up to running against Trump for the optics of it. Nobody like Pence likes Pence. He's going to be a zero with voters. A total zero, but yeah. it's the optics. The media can play with those optics, and they're going to have fun with that, trying to pump life into that stiff, phony, who is not a nice guy, in my opinion. But uh, some of these stiff, right. fo- these people that speak in that stilted manner, that phony manner, you just, just don't trust them. You know, you want somebody who like speaks just like a normal human. That's not Pence. What? No, it's Trump, and. Um... You know, what I would like to see Trump do, though, is come out. I know it's kind of a touchy subject for him because he did, you know, create that whole vaccine thing in it under a year. But come out and say, you know what? I made a mistake. I shouldn't have trusted Big Pharma. I should have fired Fauci and this uh, scarf girl over here and just come out and own it. And I think that would go a long way because he always gets kind of a bad response at his rallies when it comes up to the vaccine. But yeah. did you hear um did you hear that clip on uh oh Fauci when he said uh he was being interviewed and he's like, Well, we think that it's just temporary, you know, the menstrual cycle uh, disruption. Yeah, I Wait, heard you that. mandated it. What do yeah. you mean you Actually, when we come back I'll play the Dr. Burke's clip, Brian, in your honor. Thank you, sir. You stay close with us. Be right back. Yeah, my oh my just the usual, you know, bad news in the Biden era where he has all-time low polls for the modern presidency. And um, it's just uh, the constant disaster. And there we don't want to call it a recession. We've had two quarters in a row of negative GDP growth. Fox News has this helpful story by Kyle Morris. Strategists suggest, strategists suggest recession could pose a threat to Democrats in midterm elections. People are hurting. (laughs) U.S. GDP fell 0.9% in April, May, and June, contracting for a second straight quarter and signaling a recession. But it's like they bring these strategists in to say, oh, if it's a recession, that could pose a threat to Democrats in the midterm elections. I saw that and I was like, oh, do you think? Really? That's just – it's a good thing we have these – strategists out there telling us this stuff. And where would we be without strategists? (laughs) Yeah. Captain Obvious Strategy should be the name of their, like, consulting firm. Give me a break. That's why it's all hands on deck to Orwellian sweep the language. And Wikipedia has already had, like, 24-plus revisions to what the word recession actually means. But, you know, Bill Clinton seemed to know. What uh, what recession was? Uh, 
back uh, back in the day when he was asked, two quarters in a row, negative growth. Well, a recession is two quarters in a row of negative growth. I don't think we're going to have that. Yeah, Bill Clinton back in the day knew what a recession was. Uh, by the way, I told Brian we're going to we're going to just uh, this up. Uh, Dr. Burks had this to say about, uh, you know, hey, we overplayed the vaccines. Here's Deborah Burks. She's the former White House COVID response director, again on Fox News. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines, and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will, but let's be very clear. 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. What? Stop the... Quote... I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. Really, Deborah Burks? But somehow you... Fr- yeah, it's like, I'll tell you, I uh, I tried to give Fauci early on the benefit of the doubt, but that quickly evaporated. I tried to give Burks the benefit of the doubt a little longer, but that evaporated. And um, as a healthcare guy, I got to tell you, I'm just, you know, just it's just the next level when you see the healthcare organizations, the healthcare front people essentially becoming political hacks around the world. And the WHO didn't go for them from the start. My gosh, what a corrupt organization is the WHO, subsidiary of China at any rate. I'll do more, but let's say hello to Aaron. And Aaron, Aaron in Denver, thank you for checking in. Welcome to the program, Aaron. Yeah, what's going on there, Matt? Oh, doing all right, just doing our thing. Yeah, that's right, keep fighting the good fight, man. But, you know, I mean, of course, Trump, um, I don't know when he's going to announce. I don't know if it's this year or next year when he'll make an announcement that he's going to run. But he's got some unfinished business. Obviously, four years, he can't completely drain the swamp. It, it would take, man, it would take, it would just take decades to completely drain the swamp. But uh, but uh, he started it now. He it, it just continue the process. What he doesn't drain will drain for him when he leaves office. Uh, down the line, uh, um, uh, DeSante, uh, the governor of Florida, maybe he can continue to drain the swamp when when Trump leaves the White House. But you got to c- continue to the process. This this has been this has been building up for generations and generations and generations and generations. So it's going to take a long time to just drain that swamp and yep. completely clean it out and get this country out of debt, get out of dealing with China, which is. The leader, the leader of China is just another Hitler, uh, who just happens to live in, who happens to be the leader of uh, China. I saw a great documentary, documentary about him last night, and he's just another Hitler in China. Think he can take over the world and, and red China. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. do you see anyone else, Aaron, who you think could make a dent in the deep state at all? I mean, Trump's talking about going to fire the bureaucrats, going to take mm-hmm. on the deep state directly, and. Do you think any other Republican who could run in 2024 could could make anywhere near the same kind of dent that Trump could? Most Republicans get in there and they seem to like uh, only uh, only make the government get bigger and make the deep state get more powerful. But do you see anyone else? Well, the thing is, though, uh, uh, is, of course, Trump, I, I like the governor of New York. I think he's got somewhat of backbone. Um, governor uh, of, of uh, uh, of Florida, you mean? The, the governor yeah. of Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, the, uh, the governor of Florida. I think he has a good shot at beyond that. I don't think so. The rest are kind of like rhinos. You know, I mean, Trump went in there, Trump blew up the Death Star, and now, now they're trying to rebuild 
the Death Star uh, while he's gone. And, of course, they're trying to find many ways to destroy him. Um, and then, and, and, and now, if he gets back in there, I mean, Lord have mercy, no telling what uh, shenanigans or uh, nonsense to come. But the problem is, it's the rhinos. The, yep. the rhinos are doing the bidding of the dark side, broken down, dumb donkey masters. And, and uh, that's <laughs> why this country is in, is in a mess. It's the rhinos, the Mitt, the Mitt Romney, the McCain's. The career politicians. The McConnells. You know, it's so it, true it that if we didn't have duplicitous rhinos misleading rhinos. and letting down their voters who put them oh, in there yeah. to do certain things, we would yeah. not be in any of these situations we are in. That's yeah. uh, we got the Washington Generals versus the Harlem Globetrotters and yep. the rhinos are the Washington Generals. But yep. would you want Trump to announce before the elections in 22 or after? You have any thoughts on that one, Aaron? announced it before the elections of uh, of November this year. I'll be announced it before elections. Why not? Because no matter what, whether he announced it, uh, if he if he decided to do it now or later, they're going to go after him. I mean, they're going to. I mean, they've been trying to destroy him since he since he announced he was running in 2016 against uh, another broken down old dark side dumb donkey Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Yeah. That, that 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 piece of crap, and 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 of course he uh, they didn't and of course they didn't think he was going to beat them. They were the, I mean the morons in the media, their heads exploded. I mean you can hear explosions everywhere. You know oh, Trump, tr- there's no way Trump can beat Hillary. Well he did beat her. So I mean anything yep. is possible. Well all the commentary then all of them except for me that Backbone said that uh, Hillary was going to win all of them. And uh, we could have another replay of all of that, and oh. you know that's. Oh please, I hope not, I, I, man. I, I, you know, it sounds like another, you know, Friday the Thirteenth or you know <laughs> Halloween movie. I, I, I thought the guy was dead. Oh no, that's right. He, he, he <laughs> somehow he's he he was able to survive and he's back. Part part five, six, seven, eight. Uh, oh, uh, no man, one else. I, I thought he was dead in part six. Oh, I don't know. That that's how the Cheneys and the establishment look at this, you know. But they no, they, no other human being could have survived what what Trump has gone through, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's almost like he was born for this time. And there's some article in the American Thinker that Trump was born for this to take on the global elites, the deep oh, state, yeah. the Orwellian world that we are living in. Mm-hmm. That somehow he was just born to do yeah, this. He was, he was he was the right man at the right time, and he's still the right man at the right time, and. And just keep taking on these broken down, dark side dumb donkeys and their minions of, of morons, the rhinos. <laughs> the rhinos are doing the bidding of their dark side broken down donkeys. What is your bid? It's like it's like the um, the Empire Strikes Back when Vader bows down to his master and says, "What is your bidding, my master?" And that's the rhinos when it comes to the to the to the dumb donkeys. Yep. They'll, they'll, they'll and throw Pence down. in there. It, Pence has signed up for that too. And they, yep. Do anything to get a same with the Trump, like you did the speech on Trump about you know firing all the the bureaucrats, the deep state bureaucrats. Yep. And, Trump, and, and Trump's right; they need to all go. But these people will do anything for a taxpayer-funded job. I mean, anything, man. Absolutely right. Well, Aaron, you are amazing. Stay close with us, sir. We love you around here. Ned Ryan says Trump should announce before the midterms. J.B. Shirk at American Thinker says, Globus' effort to get Trump is backfiring bigly.
Kid Rock, American Rock and Roll. Boy, I love that song. And somehow it just sounds so good in summer 2022 into July here. Look at that sky out there. And those, some of these like, you know, a little too warm out there, a little too windy. But, uh, but life is good in spite of it all. Keep that in mind. We're living our best lives. <laughs> we really are. Don't let all the concepts of the corrupted world of concepts controlled by the freaks, absolute freaks with media power, don't let that disturb you more than it has to. That's just my solid and enduring advice on all that right here on 710 KNUS, Denver's local talk leader. Yes, that is us. Now, um, I... I just have to get to this, and we'll after the phone, we're going to talk a little bit World Economic Forum real quick, but uh, I'll tell you what, um, they want your cars now. I mean, it's just they, they want your cars. Klaus Schwab is the perfect, like, James Bond villain. He's, he's got the, you know, the, the, the really harsh accent and everything. Good old Klaus Schwab. He needs to become a household name. And I, I do talk to people. I don't even know who the World Economic Forum is, and I'm just sitting around wondering, like, what? how come people don't know? It's like kind of being concealed from us, but... Maria Bartiromo this morning did talk about, uh, yeah, how the uh, World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab's outfit wants to end private car ownership. Let's just hear this real briefly. Bloody farmers protesting. Oh, I went the, the wrong one. Oh, did I get rid of that? It's number 14. What happened to 14 on my list here? I just pressed the wrong button there, and I don't know if you can retrieve 14 for me. Javier behind the glass, but I do want to get to that if we can, um, where, yeah, they, they've just come out saying that, uh, hey, we're going to be, we want to, you know, car personal car ownership is wasteful. We want to get rid of ownership of cars. They want to get rid of private farmers, you know, owning their private farms. That's, that's what that's what they want to do. Um, they want you to eat bugs and the rest of it. It's like the, this is like the same Marxist communist dream when they use climate change as like the cudgel as the, the bludgeon to start getting what they want. OK, and, uh, you know, is anything standing in the way of this? They've got huge amounts of capital behind this where the global elites and the billionaires all hang out. And um, good old Klaus Schwab, he comes out and he says, uh, I got to find this uh, this clip now where he says, oh, no, things are not going back to the way they were. Things are definitely not going back. And um, let's hear number 19 if I still have that one. Yeah, right here, 19. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Um, See, see... cut which we have now um, is much too strong uh, in order not to leave traces. Klaus Schwab, we must preparing for a more angry world. Yeah, and uh, we're never going back to normal. We're never going back. Yeah, that's their plan and they're stepping on the gas with getting their Patsy Biden in office. And by the way, great work back there, Javier, because I don't know. I've never done that before where I pressed the button and then the, the clip vanished. But Javier found it in the ether somewhere. And here is Maria. Economic Forum is now looking to reduce ownership of private vehicles. Yes, the forum claiming that this is a way to reduce global reliance on critical metals like cobalt and lithium. 
as they make a push toward green energy. Digan, give up your car, why don't you? Yeah, the World Economic Forum sponsors that little get-together, that boondoggle in Davos every year. Why do major private CEOs even go to that thing? If this is, these are the policies that the World Economic Forum are espousing. They're essentially saying, trying to take away your free will. Oh, you can't drive a car. And again, trying to apply uh, the ideas out of Europe onto the United States. Europe has a lot of mass transit. It's a very small continent. And North America, not so much. So stick that idea where the sun doesn't shine. Yeah, that's Maria Bartiromo's guest. And I did not catch her name. Talking about, yeah, uh, Klaus, stick that where the sun don't shine. Yeah, you know, uh, take the farmer's land, take the cars. You can rent a pod. You can eat the bugs. You will own nothing. You will own nothing, but don't worry. You can let the globalist billionaires own everything for you. Isn't that just the way it should be? You know, it's just the Marxist dream. No private property, but, you know, the thing is, it's just a scam, climate change used as a scam to have the super wealthy confiscate all the stuff, to own all the stuff. And I'll tell you what, we are worse than worse than serfs in servitude if we ever allow any of this to come on. But luckily enough, by the way, here's Canadian protesters, Canadian farmers uniting to support the um, the Dutch farmers who are essentially having their land confiscated in the Netherlands. Yeah, no farmers, no food, they're saying, and... By the way, Canada, the Canadian farmers sticking up for the Netherlands farmers, and those are two two nations that Klaus Schwab has boasted of penetrating the cabinets. We penetrate the cabinets of both Canada and the Netherlands and Sri Lanka and Argentina and all the unrest. We have a more angry world. Yes, we do, Klaus, and why do we want a more angry world? So you can confiscate the land, the wealth, the property, the cars of the rest of humanity and just stuff it all in your own World Economic Forum like coffers somewhere. No thanks to that. By the way, one of my favorite commentators, this Eva Vlardingerbroek from the Netherlands, um, talks about how the left, they want to control the food supply. Even more so than health, I think controlling the food supply is probably the best way that you control people. If you control when and what they can eat, you know, if you have food shortages, the first thing that comes to mind is that there will be riots. Um, I, I suppose that the state will mm. then come in and say, oh, we need to prevent those. So we need equal distribution of food. And they never lay to blame with themselves, of course, even though they are the ones that are cutting the cattle farms. They're the ones that are taking our farmers' land away. No, instead, they'll say it's Putin doing this all to us. It's climate change that is causing the crops to go bad. And, oh, by the way, you ordinary man, you civilian, you have to pay for it and you have to give up your rights and you have to eat crickets from now on and you have to stay in your room and you just have to sh up and... Uh, <laughs> Say exactly what we want you to say. Yeah, and Eva Vlardingerbroek says, you Americans, make sure you hang on to your Second Amendment. We don't have that over here in the Netherlands, and we are sitting ducks without a Second Amendment. They're just 
Well, what can they do? How can they defend themselves? Some commentator, Mr. T2 here in town, local Twitter guy who has a great account, says maybe we need to be sending arms to the Dutch farmers to stand up to the tyrannical government. We've done it in Ukraine, right? We should maybe send arms to uh, the Dutch farmers who don't have a Second Amendment. They're sitting ducks. They have their land confiscated. Yeah, the World Economic Forum, the Klaus, they, they, they think of humans as even worse than cattle. You know, they're, they're coming for the cattle. They're coming for you next, ladies and gentlemen. One quick point before the phones. Sundance has a brilliant essay yesterday over the conservative treehouse. Not every developed nation, not every developed Western nation is destroying itself while chasing the Build Back Better objective. And he talks about how Brazil, Mexico, and Japan are definitely standing up to the World Economic Forum Green New Deal stuff. They're definitely not into that. But we have to understand the World Economic Forum, which is code for the Build Back Better, the climate agenda is essentially a process to deindustrialize economies and then rebuild them. So they're going to knock the standard of living down to the ground level, to the to the famine level, and then they're going to rebuild them in which, you know, then all the, the elites own everything. But there are some countries that are saying no to this, Japan, Mexico, Brazil, believe it or not, and we need to make sure that America says no to that. And that's where I think Trump is the only guy who can really effectively do that. Okay? Something to keep in mind, and I've got more on this, but the lines have somehow filled up on us. Let's start saying some hellos. And Hank, Hank, welcome. Hank in Denver. Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, doing fine. Thank you. Good. Listen, I have a new moniker for the World Economic Forum. I'm going to start using it. It's the World Extermination Forum. Yeah. That seems to be what they're up to. Or because maybe the, the WTF instead of the WEF. People. Yeah, you're not a big no, fan the of World Klaus? Extermination Forum. Yeah, yeah, Klaus Schwab and the, the WEF. Their whole goal is to exterminate humans. That's the entire agenda. Uh, well, think about it. They're uh, taking all the farmlands and you just have exactly. on. They're controlling the food. Sounds so like you're with me. So not on board with that. Extermination forum. Yeah, no bugs. Yeah. No bugs. Still, no bugs. Got Me by Gabby Barrett. I love that new tune. Boy, that really topped the charts not that long ago. I believe it's the Gold album. A lot of faith songs there. Country inspired. Off to the phones in one second here. But Ukraine is meddling in American politics. They developed a blacklist against certain American politicians and commentators. And uh, believe it or not, Rand Paul is on the Ukraine blacklist, that corrupt country named Ukraine, um, run by our own deep state. Uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor, one of our favorites, is on the blacklist. Tulsi Gabbard is on the blacklist. Glenn Greenwald is on the blacklist. And I'm sure annoyed that I did not seem to make the blacklist. I feel like I'm very deserving as a truth teller about Ukraine from day one. They should have had the goodness to have put Backbone Radio on their blacklist, but they just weren't able to somehow do it. And um, Glenn Greenwald had something to say. So we've sent, we being the Biden administration, we have sent billions to Ukraine to protect their borders, even as we have opened our own to the world. Why are we doing this exactly? Well, as Joe Biden has told us repeatedly, doing his Winston Churchill imitation, we're doing it to protect democracy. But of course, the irony here is Ukraine is not a democracy in any recognizable sense. The Ukrainian government has banned Carlson the outlets leading that in are here. hostile to it. They've also shut down opposition parties. They arrested the main opposition leader. That's a democracy? 
So because we allowed that to happen, in fact, we funded it all, now the Ukrainian government has decided that they can impose censorship in our country. The Ukrainian government has issued a blacklist of so-called Russian propagandists, Americans. That list includes Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, Tulsi Gabbard, who's serving in the U.S. military, and Glenn Greenwald, among many others. So we thought we'd speak to a couple of them. Starting off tonight, Glenn Greenwald, he's an independent journalist. His work is on Substack, among other places. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on. So you're, you're being blacklisted by the Ukrainian government, which is a beacon of democracy. Tell us how this works. Yeah, I mean, I thought President Zelensky had a word to run. Apparently, he has a lot of time to watch the Morning Joe show on MSNBC, where they sit around for hours accusing everybody they want to discredit of being a Kremlin agent and teaching American liberals how to do the same. You know, it's easy to mock, but it's actually quite outrageous, Tucker. The Ukrainians have a conflict with this neighboring country in Russia. They're totally free to pursue whatever war policies they want. They yes, can fight Russia for the next 10 years if they choose. But that's not what they're doing. They're begging and, in a sense, demanding that other countries, including my own, the United States, provide them with a seemingly endless supply of weapons and money, which means we not only have the right, but the obligation to debate that and ask whether that's in the interest. Exactly. Thank you, Glenn Greenwald. I'm still sore. I'm not on the blacklist, Uh, but they just want more billions. How many more billions do they want? Here's a Ukrainian leader saying that, uh, hey, Americans have to give up their cozy lives to help Ukraine. Ihor Zhokwa says he wants to push Russian forces out of all of Ukraine, including Crimea, and return to its 1991 borders after Ukraine declared its independence from the Soviet Union. He had the following message for Americans fed up with inflation and high gas prices. Are you ready to sacrifice some part of your cozy life, you know? in order for evil not to win, because if this evil will not be stopped here in Ukraine, it will spread further. Huh. We have to sacrifice some part of our cozy lives in America to send how many more billions to Ukraine? How many more do you want, Ukraine? How many more billions do you want? No, thanks. Nope. That's enough billions for Ukraine, folks. By the way, Simon Jenkins, UK Guardian, the ruble is soaring and Putin is stronger than ever. Our sanctions have backfired. Great Simon Jenkins piece in The Guardian. Who's a, he's a left of center, but he says, hey, the sanctions against Russia, against Putin, trying to blame Putin, it's all backfiring. My gosh, we've got incompetence running this country, folks. I don't know. Anyway, but at least they're doing blacklists, right? And even Colonel, the truth tellers are on the blacklist. Have you noticed that? The ones that are telling the truth. That tells you all you need to know about Ukraine. They're, what are those Vogue photo ops they're doing over there? They're sending models over there to take photos with Zelensky, who's banned the political opposition. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks to any of that, folks. And no need for World War Three. All right. Let's get to the phone lines and... Um, Try to get to everybody, but uh, Jackie, Jackie, thank you for hanging on a minute, and welcome to the program, Miss Jackie. Hey, Matt, long time no talk. Hey, love to hear your voice, just so you know. (laughs) Hey, uh, before I say anything, I just want to thank you. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and we appreciate you so much, and we appreciate your sweet wife for sharing you on Sunday evening and your great kiddos, who I hope are still listening to gospel music um, oh, yes. and I know, <laughs> they I don't know have they a don't choice have a lot of time <laughs> that's good um but i i we all know we all can see things that are happening and we see evil and we hear about things from all these uh groups with these acronym names 
Um, and we know about Klaus Schwab and the WHO, and we can see the evil that is starting to permeate things here. And it's it's happening from an outside influence as well as the corruption of our own leaders. But I just wanted I talked to Javier, and I thought I'm going to bring bring some God into this because I think you and I go way back, and I used to pray at the end. So yep. Um, yep, the Bible prophesies this, yes. And it describes this as our bitter affliction. And it also uh, prophesizes that God will save America from this in a specific way through a specific man. Speaking of, I'm not going to say, because I don't, I can feel the daggers flying already, but. um, (laughs) Oh, not around here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to have a last chance at survival here. And. It, the interesting thing is with the increase in evil, I've seen more commentators talking about that there is a spiritual battle going on here. So that's very good. But I'm going to offer this. Um, in Corinthians 4.4, 4, it calls Satan the devil, the devil, the god of this world. So if you think about that, if, you're, if he's a god, it means that he rules. And he is ruling with those in our government that have fallen prey. And so people always ask me, what can we do? What can we do? How do we find all this out? Don't believe anything you hear. Just know what's happening to you. That's actually the truth. And when you hear someone being condemned, know that you're over the target. And yes. the Bible does explain the prevalence of evil around us, and it's, it's critical for people to understand that. But prophecy, prophecy shows that Trump will return, and his role in politics is not over. What that looks like, I don't know, just like when you asked me the night before, the, the Sunday before the election. <laughs> um, but I think what, ha- what happens when he returns will shock us. And it's critical to see the devil's influence here, but it's also critical to understand God's hand. And it, it gives you a great perspective to know that God does have a plan. He is allowing this, but he plans to use these events to ultimately bless Americans and give us another chance and a vision and a hope. So if you're wondering what you can do, pray, pray to God. He answers earnest prayer. And we are going to see this. People who don't believe I, I pray for you all the time because I know that we all have the Holy Spirit in us. And we are seeing even mainstream media talk about an evil influence. So I it's, pray all the time, Matt, and I've been away this, because I haven't. This has been rough. Yep, the spiritual battle, it's, it's, it is all around us. There's no denying it. it but yes. God also gave us free will. And even David yes. had to lift up that rock to get the yes. job done there. You know, we have to act. We have to be in action. It's not like we're waiting. You know what I mean? We're waiting. We're. Right. I don't want to be passive. And prayer is not passive. That that's part of the deal. Right. We've got to Earnest pray, prayer. but also act in action. Yes. You know that the action yes. will somehow be supported. It will just yes. somehow. It, it seems like it won't, but it will be. Yes. I, I wholeheart, you're a hundred percent correct. And you've always been, that's why you have such a huge audience <laughs> to listen to. Oh, no, yeah. seriously, we've learned so much from you and I am, you know, I've decided to practice radical gratitude and I am incredibly grateful that you've, you've had all of us on and you've, you've told us the, of truths that we didn't know. And, and you really are a man of well, God and we are so lucky. To I have am you. so grateful for you, Jackie. And every time you check in, just so you know, I get people sending messages and calling in saying, who is Jackie? We love her. And they're grateful for you <laughs> when you take a moment to call in and, and, and share your wisdom and, and your experience well, and, and testify and a little you. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and thank you to anybody who's saying that. It's all God. Anything good comes from God. Well, so ask him. He'll help oh, you. I'd keep going, but here's the end of the show. Jackie, God bless you. We love you around here. It's Backbone. We're signing out. See you next Sunday. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.